Hey friends, it's Brooke here. So I'm so excited for this week because we are doing something that I have never done on the podcast before, and I'm so excited. So what is going to happen this week is that we are running a Build Your Business Bootcamp audio series. So what this means is that every single day, Monday through Friday of this week, you are going to get to walk along this audio series with me and do this amazing boot camp. So what this boot camp is going to cover is we are going to be comparing building your photography business to constructing and building a hotel. And the reason I chose a hotel and not a house metaphor is simply because there's an extra phase, an extra step in building a hotel that is business related that you don't do when you're building a home. So I'm hoping that this week it'll be really visual for you, that you'll be able to follow along and that you will enjoy this as much as I am. So there are going to be five phases that we're going to be going through this week. We're going to be covering phase one, which is groundwork and planning. Phase two, which is framing. Phase three, the building. Phase four is the furnishing. And phase five is the booking and the marketing. So I hope that you're excited. This is going to be an amazing five-day workshop here. Now, if you're someone that is really visual and you want to also take notes and also see the, the Cliff Notes version of this We've got you covered. I've got a workbook that you can download by going to brookjefferson.com slash business. And that will allow you to download that workbook straight to your email. And that way you can follow along. You can hold yourself accountable with the homework. And then you'll have yourself an amazing five-day workbook. And you can refer to that anytime that you need it. So Let's dive in to day one, where we're going to be talking all about the groundwork and the planning phase of your business. So today we're specifically going to be touching on the vision for your business, which is basically the blueprint. So when you are building a home or a hotel or whatever you're trying to build, you will get a blueprint first. You will get to visually see where, you know, what, what is this going to look like? What is the final product going to look like? And then we're also going to dive in to your niche and your mindset. And these are three critical pieces that if you skip this and you try to go straight to the framing and straight to the building of your business, you're going to be very upset when you realize that you are missing something. Okay. So let's dive in to these three things right now. So in the groundwork and planning phase of your business, like I said, the first thing that we want to do is we want to cast that vision for your business. We want to look at what the what the blueprint is, because if you don't know where you're going, you don't know why you're doing this, you're going to get lost and you're going to give up in the process. And then you're not ever going to see that success that you so badly want. So I'm going to walk you through casting your vision and your business mission with a few questions.
Okay, so let's start with some questions here. So why did you become a photographer? Now, some of you, this is going to be split like 50-50, okay? You might be sitting on one side of the fence where you're like, oh, I started by accident or I didn't know I was going to be into photography and it just kind of happened, right? That's where I started. The other part to that is maybe you have a deeply rooted mission, vision, and reason for why you became a photographer. And just like I did, right? Um, and so I kind of have like a fifth, I kind of stand in the middle of the fence here because I have a emotional deep why, but I also accidentally kind of stumbled myself into this whole photography business thing. But I really want you to journal why did I become a photographer? Why do I value photography? And then I want you to ask yourself, just keep digging, right? Keep asking why. Go back to the four and five-year-old version of yourself where you asked 5,000 questions in a day and keep asking why until you hit gold, okay? And listen, not everybody is going to have a super emotional or moving mission or vision of why they became a photographer, but some of you will, and some of you it is going to help you serve your clients even more. Okay. So once you have that answer, I want you to move into this next question. What is your vision for your business? Okay. And here, this is literally a blank canvas and you are going to just start putting in your vision. Okay. Dream up everything you possibly can. And if we take it back to the blueprint, I'll try to keep the analogy the same throughout the whole, the whole week here. But if you take it back to the blueprint, right, you are designing what you want your home or your hotel to look like, right? You're deciding how big you want things to be, how many compartments, how many rooms, how many hallways, how many bathrooms, right? So when you are painting the vision for your business, designing that vision, I really want you to think, what do I want this to look like? Do I want this to completely take over my job that I'm in now? Do I want this to be a full-time thing? Do I want this business to be a means of allowing me to travel? Do I want this to help? Uh, do I want my business to be a ministry? So really, really paint the vision of your business and give yourself time to walk through these questions, okay? And then once you have that vision for your business, that's really where we can take apart that vision piece by piece and put it all together, okay? So with that being said, I also want you to ask yourself the question, how do you want to serve your clients? How do you want to serve people beyond just photographing them? Okay. As photographers, yes, we are absolutely going to serve our clients with beautiful, high quality imagery, but we also are going to be serving our people with an experience, okay? And we're going to be talking about that in depth as we get to the next couple of phases. But how do you want to ultimately serve people? And this goes back to your why and your mission and all of that, okay? Another part of really envisioning and casting this vision for your business is to ask yourself, where do you want your photography business to be one year from today? So one year from now, you and I were sitting here across the table from one another, and we're looking back at what you were able to do in a year. What does that look like? 
How much revenue are you bringing in? How many sessions per month are you taking? How much of that is actual profit in your pocket? And what are you doing with it? Okay. Do you have other goals for your business? Maybe they're non-numerical goals. Do you want to travel? Do you want to be booking destination? Whether that's weddings or sessions or elopements. Do you want to learn a certain editing style? Is there an editing style that you are going to work really hard this next year to achieve? Do you want to grow a client closet? I want you to write out the goals that you have for your photography business because it matters. And a lot of us never slow down enough to really dig into all of these things. Okay. So part one of today is you're going to literally make a blueprint for your business. Okay. Now we're going to move in to the second topic, which is actually going to be mindset, okay? So this is literally for every human being on planet Earth, not even just business owners, not even just photographers, but mindset is so important because as we get older, as we you know live life, we all have experiences. We all go through very different roads of life. We go through very different events you know, and all of that impacts your decision-making, um, whether or not you believe in yourself, whether or not you are a certain type of personality, everything we go through really evolves and it really affects our mindset. Okay. So I want you to answer the question and I'll answer this for you in a minute, but I really want you to think about this. What does it take for someone to be successful? What does it take? Okay. And it takes a lot of things, but it takes a open mindset, right? You've got to be in the right mindset because if you are a negative Nancy and you're always finding, um, you know, the negative situations, you're always thinking about the worst case scenarios, and maybe you've gone through experiences in your life that really basically kind of beat you down over time, right? Nobody's ever really believed in you or you have a past that's just full of failure. It's full of you stopping and starting things and um, not, not ever going through with it. And maybe you have a lack of commitment or whatever the case may be. You know what? Today's a new day. Today can be that day where you put the stake in the ground and you say, Hey, I've been doing this way. I've been thinking this way for so long, but today's the day where I'm going to turn it around. I am going to start working on my personal development. I'm going to be working on my mindset and I'm ready to change the game. Here's the thing. I have not always had the best mindset. Now, I've always been a type A person, a very competitive person, but I have not always had the best mindset. I used to complain about the dumbest things. I used to be all about that drama when I was a teenager. Um, not that I went looking for it by any means, but it's like I always found myself consumed in it. I always found myself stuck in that poverty mindset and that less than mindset and that I'm not good enough mindset. And I'm going to tell you what changed it for me. In 2016, I walked through one of the lowest points of my life that I've ever experienced. 
and we were broke. I had a newborn and a toddler. Um, I had just graduated college and was, you know, eight months pregnant and then had to give birth and I couldn't get a job because I was pregnant and all these other things that, you know, really played into it. And so I just, I was just down on myself and I needed a change. And so I ended up joining a network marketing company, or really what I should say is an opportunity was put in front of me. And I was like, well, I don't really think this is going to work for me. Um, I'm really not sure. These people have always been like spammy tammies and all of that. And I just, I don't know that I really want to do this, but at the same time, something's got to change. And so let me tell you that even though I'm not involved, um, with that company at all anymore. I also want to say that it gave me back my mindset and it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. And it's because they push personal developments so much on you, right? They're constantly getting you to look at yourself and reevaluate your life and really get you into learning how to break through your own glass ceiling. And a lot of what we're sitting in and why we have a negative mindset is because we're putting our ego first. And there is a big misconception about ego. We assume that when we say your ego, it means you're a really overly confident, annoying person. Okay. At least that's my take on the word ego, but really your ego is what essentially is like keeping you safe. Your brain's job is to keep you comfortable, to keep you safe, and to keep you alive. That is your brain's job. And so anytime you put yourself in a situation where you feel uncomfortable or you feel stretched or you feel like your sense of security, which for a lot of you is financial, you have um, your security is tied up in finances, been there, done that, right? Um, it's your ego that's getting in your way. Your ego is screaming at you on the inside. Don't sign up for that mentorship because you don't even know that that's going to work for you or you're not good enough or, hey, we've never walked down that road. So don't put your money toward it, right? Or don't sign up for, you know, this workshop or, or that thing. And so I really want you guys to understand like your ego is designed and your ego is created by all the things you've ever gone through in your life. And your ego just wants to keep you safe. It wants to be your best friend. And it really doesn't want to push you to go any further than you've already been. So you've got to let down the ego, push it aside and say, no, I'm going to the next level. And this is something that's going to have to build day after day after day. I would love to tell you that it took me like two conferences out of the network marketing and I was a new person. Nope, absolutely not. That journey for me, the personal development, the mindset growth, all of that, that started in December of 2016. And I've been working on it every single day since. Okay. So today, if you put the stake in the ground, I want you to commit to starting to change that mindset around, starting to be open to the idea that you can hit your glass ceiling and that all of these limitations that you feel like you're stuck in, it's actually placed there and it's built there because it's your own ego. Okay. So that is really the big mindset piece. And this is why I want this podcast to also serve as a place 
for you to overcome your ego, for you to learn new mindset tips and tricks and hacks. And I want you to be kind to yourself. Um, and I want you guys to start stretching yourself because here's the thing right now for a lot of you that maybe haven't done a lot of stretching or a lot of investing or a lot of getting over your negative mindset. A lot of you right now think that it's uncomfortable to be stretched, but eventually when you do it enough like me, you kind of get addicted to going the next level and then the next level and you just keep pushing through your own ego and your own limitations. And then that's when you start seeing strides and waves change in your business and your life and your mindset and all of the things. So if I haven't made it clear enough, your mindset is so crucial for you to constantly be feeding your mindset positive things every single day. Now, I want to give you a couple of tips here on how to take actual tangible action right now to overcome your mindset. Okay, so I want to give you three tactical things to improve your negative mindset or to help your mindset. Um, and these are things that, guys, I am doing this all the time because this is the only way, okay? This is the only way. So one of the reasons that I found myself being a negative Nancy, someone that seemed to always get wrapped up in drama no matter the cost, is because I was surrounding myself with people who did nothing but bring me down. And I know you've heard this one before, but this is so important because the minute you start eliminating negative people from your life is the minute that you are, you're already going to make leaps and bounds and strides by having a more positive mindset. So if there's anybody that you can um, eliminate from your life that is really just like drowning you or bringing you down, I recommend just cutting the tie. And if there's other people in your life, so for instance, maybe you have a boss that really brings you down, but right now there really is no solution to that. I would really recommend that you do these other two steps and that um, you really just, you pray about your situation and you just ask God to open a new door to close the current door you're in and to open a new one, okay? The other two things that you can do every single day is number one, unfollow people on social media that trigger you. This doesn't mean you have to unfriend everybody. This doesn't mean that you can't eventually go back and follow them. And a lot of times you will be triggered not by bad people, not by negative people, by people that are in this industry with us. Yes, I did just say that. And let me be really vulnerable with you. There are some of you that listen to this podcast or that are in my programs or that uh, love to learn from me in some capacity. And if I had a dollar for how many times I felt intimidated or I started hearing the comparison monster for me to compare my business to yours. I know that sounds insane, right? Um, but if I had a dollar of how many times I had to do this myself, even for just a month at a time, I literally could have a whole nother source of, of revenue. And here's the thing. I love that we get to inspire each other. I absolutely, and I live and breathe community over competition. You guys know this, but at the same time, 
you have to protect your mindset, your boundaries, your headspace. And there are going to be seasons where you're doing really well and nothing can bring you down and you are clapping and cheering and saying, good for her. You go girl. We're in this together. And then there's going to be seasons like one I just walked out of where every single photographer seemed to trigger me in some way. And I had to get to the root of the problem. And one of the things I had to do was I just simply had to mute them for a little bit. I had to hit snooze for 30 days. I had to mute their stories and their feed because every time I saw it, it was a reminder of how I wasn't doing enough or how their editing was so much better than mine and all of these things. And listen, I believe that the enemy will use anything to thwart you from doing what you're called to do. Uh, he doesn't want to see you at your highest level, right? Um, there are even people in your own family that are jealous of you, that don't want to see you succeed. And they'll do anything they can to tear down your business or throw another sarcastic insult at you, right? And you have to learn how to silence the triggers, literally. This is something I will forever do. And let me tell you, some of my best friends in this industry have been muted and snoozed for 30 to 60 days because I was in a really bad headspace. It had nothing to do with them, but it was every time I saw their work, every time I read their amazing caption, every time I saw them have a win, it made me feel horrible and it had nothing to do with their success. It just, I wasn't in a good headspace. That's okay. We all go through these things, okay? So- the other, the final, the final thing that I want you to be doing on a regular basis, and, and again, this is, um, this is up to you, but I get in my Bible or I read a devotional every single day and I try to do it. And I really do try to do this every day. And I try to do it as early in the day as possible, because if I can immediately start my day off with boosting my mindset, then I know I'm going to have a better day and that I probably am not going to be triggered as much. Um, and I have something to cling to. I have a truth to cling to for the rest of my day. Okay. So those are three tactical things that you can do to improve your mindset. All right. We're going to dig into the final piece for today. I'm telling you guys this five-day workshop here that you guys are going to listen to this podcast series. Um, these are going to be gold. It's literally workshop style every single day. So I highly recommend that you listen to these over and over and over again. And that maybe the first time you just listen through it. And the second time you go take notes with your workbook. Okay. Um, all right. Diving in to part three, which is your niche. So I hear this all the time. I am in a saturated market. There are so many photographers here. I don't know how to stand out. We've all said this. We've all been there. And here's what I want to tell you. Being in a saturated market is a good thing. How many gas stations do you have in your town? How many coffee shops? How many boutiques? How many doctors? You see what I'm saying? There is a need for what you have. And listen, there's no way that you can serve your entire community all by yourself. Even if you did one client a day, 365 days a year, that's 365 clients. Can you really handle the 20,000, the 100,000, the 1 million people in your area? Absolutely not. So get over yourself, get over your ego and understand first, there is enough to go around for everyone. Okay, that's not just something I say to make you feel good. That's something that I literally mean. There is enough 
for everyone, more than enough. There's more than enough for you. Okay. If God has called you to this, he will absolutely bring you through this and he will help give you the clients you're meant to serve. But here are three ways how you can stand out in your quote unquote saturated market. Okay. There's three things and we're going to cover all three of these this week. Okay. Number one, you've got to niche down. You've got to have a specialty. Number two, you've got to have some type of an X factor that, um, that really just like, Ooh, that puts the, the sprinkles on the icing of that cake or cupcake or whatever dessert you want. Okay. And number three, your client experience has to be there. Okay. It has to be there. And not only just a client experience, but an exceptional client experience. I worked with a lot of photographers and if they ever asked me if there was a way for me to help them improve their client experience, absolutely there is. I see gaps and holes and all the things in everyone's client experience. So those are the three things, but we're specifically going to talk about why you need to niche. And I don't know how many times I've actually talked about this on this podcast, but apparently not enough because you guys are still stuck in that mindset that you won't have enough clients if you decide to actually niche down and start saying no to other types of sessions that don't light you up. Okay. So I want you to think about this. You have to first start by being known for something before you can start expanding and doing other things. Okay. I know that the misconception here is that you're brand new and you should dabble yourself in everything, but honestly, let me save you a whole year of just dipping your toe in the water and let's get you like actually in the deep end where you have clients and profit. Okay. I want you guys to envision a funnel. Uh, Basically this could be an upside down triangle. Okay. So the, or no, not an upside down triangle, a triangle. I'm so sorry, a triangle. Okay. Face up triangle. Okay. Here's where you start at the very top. You've got the point. It's very narrow. That's where you have to start to start getting people to go through and work with you and get to know you and rave about you and all of those things before you start expanding out. Okay. So I want you to think about there's, there's at least one type of photography, one genre, one niche, whatever you want to call it, that if you had to choose one, you would pick it hands down, no questions asked. Okay. There's at least one. And even for some of you that are probably like me, when I first learned about this, you're probably like, well, mm, yeah, I don't really know. It's a toss up. I really kind of want to say this, but in your heart of hearts, you feel, you can feel it in your gut that it's, that it is literally swayed to one side. It really is. And you know what that is. And it's that little tiny voice and feeling and gut feeling that you have. That's the one go with that one. It's the one you're too afraid to say out loud. It might be the one you haven't even ever um, actually photographed yet. That's the one that's your niche. Okay. So we're going to, we'll dive into a lot of that later, but here's what I need you to understand. I need you to commit today to finding your niche. Okay. One thing, one thing today, I'm not going to make exceptions today. I don't want you to come with me or come at me and say, well, I do family. So I guess that could be extended families. And I guess that could include maternity. And I guess that could include milestones. No, one thing, one thing 
That's where we're going to start first. And I promise you, the more you fight me on this, the longer you're going to struggle in your business. This is not a photography mindset thing. This is a business mindset thing. Okay. Um, Amazon did not start the way that it is today, right? If, if I'm not mistaken, Amazon started off with books and then expanded to everything else. Okay. Now they're a huge empire. Um, and then think about your, your beloved companies that are the exact same way, or even Apple. Apple started with one product and then expanded from there. Okay. So I want you guys to think about your business that way. What's the one thing you can actually become the expert in, be the go-to and get known for in your area? And here's the other side of the niche that I want to talk about really quickly before we close out for day one, okay? I want you to understand that if every photographer in our industry would get this through their mind, this would actually benefit the industry as a whole. There would no longer be the Jill of all trades, right? The, the go-to Susan down the street who does a little bit of everything for really, really cheap, okay? What I want you guys to understand that is if you will commit to this and be known as the go-to expert, people will have more trust for you. You will literally become the go-to in your area. And not only that, but you'll give back to the industry as a whole. And here's how that happens. Because I am committed to my lane, um, I am then able to say no to everything else, but I'm able to give them solid referrals for somebody that truly is an expert in that area. So if someone comes to me and they're like, hey, I'm really looking for an amazing wedding photographer. This is kind of my vision for our wedding. Do you do this? I can be like, you know what? Um, Lindsay, no, I don't. And I'm so sorry. I'd love to serve you, but I actually have three other amazing photographers that are experts in that area. Here's their contact information. I mean, can you imagine if we all committed to a niche and then we kept pointing people and being a source of marketing for other photographers? Again, it's community over competition. It's the abundance mindset. This isn't just something that sounds shiny and it sounds like a good feeling. No, this is literally like the truth. If our industry could get this through their brains, we would be thriving. Everybody's business would be thriving at this point. Okay. All right. I feel like I've gone on a tangent long enough. So let's recap what we covered today. And then again, if you want to go through the workbook, go to brookjefferson.com slash business, download that workbook so that you can hold yourself accountable all week long. But a quick recap. So today we covered the groundwork and the planning stage for building your photography business. We talked about really mapping out this blueprint. What is the vision and the mission for your business? What does that look like? And then we talked about the mindset. In order to actually build this and eventually scale this, we have to have a positive mindset, okay? We have to have this, this actual plan. We have to have this positive mindset. And then we have to make sure that we are the go-to for something. So we are going to declare our niche today. So that is a recap of what we talked about today. I hope that you enjoyed the groundwork and the planning session. Tomorrow, we are diving all the way into the framing section where we're going to touch on legalities, branding and messaging, pricing, payment processors, all of those things. So get ready for a huge fill day tomorrow. Um, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.